0: Hello and welcome to PortraitCast episode 25. As always, I'm Rick. On this edition of the podcast, I present an interview with Vikram Gandhi, held at the Stars Denver Film Festival. Vikram is the director and star of the documentary film Kumari. I love his film and recommend if you ever get the chance to see it, you do so. It'll be screening next weekend on Saturday, February 18th, 2012 at the Boulder International Film Festival at 9:30 p.m. at the First United Methodist Church. Go see it if you're in the area. Tickets can be found at biff1.com. And now my interview with Vikram Gandhi. Enjoy. We're here at the Stars Denver Film Festival with Vikram Gandhi, the star and uh, director of Kumari. Thank you uh, for meeting with me, Vikram. I guess we'll just start out your your film essentially is about uh, well you and you did an experiment where you became a guru Uh, what were your expectations you became a guru with the why don't you describe it actually with the intent of of, why don't you uh, describe your intent when you went into it
1: well my intent was a number of things while making the film I impersonated a fictional character named Kumare who comes from a place called Alikash. Alikash is a valley mountainous region that's um, around the areas near India, Nepal, and Tibet that's um, not real. Yeah. Um, and and so um, Kumare is this alter ego that I play in the film. And it's a social experiment about religion and essentially about spirituality and to ask questions about spirituality in a different way. One of the, the premises is that if you know that the faith that somebody believes in, the religion they believe in, isn't real, yet they gain something from it or don't gain something from it, what does that tell us about the nature of belief and why, we're, why we follow things? Um, that and um, I also wanted to create, uh, you know, I had this character that I was creating that was a sort of enjoyable funny character to play in um, so the combination of those two things are the are the film yeah.
0: well, what were your expectations going into this and how did that evolve as it went along
1: you know the I think the people always ask about um, the expectations and how the film was going to be told and pretty much what we're talking about is the tone of the movie and the tone of the movie was a very tricky thing to kind of nail in the edit but also while we were making it And it came from the fact that when I conceived the idea, it was a joke and it was funny and a spoof and a satire, but at the same time, it was also a search and an investigation and an earnest, almost really idealistic um, journey for me. So it was both this spoof of something and an earnest search, and I think that was something that was always tricky to nail uh, when explaining the movie before we started, when scripting the movie, when trying to nail down the character and also figure out how to make a movie that was funny that also was deep and emotional and profound. Um, if we can say that, I don't know if I I can say that. Yeah, I was trying to make a film that was all of those things. So. Yeah,
0: and I, I feel you succeeded very well. Um telling my wife, you know, she, I, I, had, I had a chance to see a screener of it, and you know, I cried at the end of it. You know, I was, it, it was a moving film, and it, you know, it touched me. I thought this is, you know, it was great because you go into it and you think, is this going to be like a Borat type thing where he's essentially making fun of these people for for falling for this? But it, it didn't go that way, and I thought that was excellent. I that was great. and He did a excellent job with that. Um, how would you say that Kumari differs from other self-appointed gurus?
1: Uh, Kumari differs from the other gurus that are out in the world because he's not real. Yeah. And the main reason that that changes things is because Kumari doesn't have um, human motivation. Vikram has human motivation, but Certainly. Kumari didn't. And, um, that's the part I was playing. So, in the re- regular world, the person who is a guru has um, different directions they can go they can just stay at home and have people come to them and practice yoga and meet a couple students or they you know or in ancient India there's stories of gurus who have ashrams and they train people and searchers come to them after wandering the earth and find them and they get wisdom but in our modern day world gurus have um, often become icons with a strangely celebrity element to them. They have websites. They have businesses, nonprofits. Some of no- those nonprofits are incredibly helpful and um, really important. But at the end of the day, they are people who lead other people, and they um, and they are subject to the rules of any kind of leadership, which is, you know, maintaining their control over their the people around them, and often that has to do with gaining money, um, and also I think a lot of gurus have just regular human temptations. And they are put on a pedestal because they're called themselves gurus. So it creates a different, uh, a different set of rules to their life um, that they have to uphold. And and followers, by the nature of what the a word guru means, which is someone is the one who removes darkness, um, they accept the idea that they do have answers that other people don't. And I think the difference between Kumari is that the only thing that Kumari was there to teach was that. He is just like everyone else, and all the answers they're looking for in him are actually coming from the people themselves. So, even though gurus in the in in our real world, the real gurus quote real gurus um, say that the, there's a guru inside everyone, it also has to do with continuing their. Um, they have to continue to sell themselves, or they will lose their following. Uh, I think that's the generally the the feeling, and you know, Kumari isn't real, so it's a lot easier for him to be good and pure and perfect in a way. <laughs> Certainly, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, I found there, there are times in, in life when, when uh, deception can be a good thing, uh, when it's used for the betterment of others, similar to what Kumari's teachings were. You know, you have the guru inside of you, but yet it, you were Vikram being Kumari as an uh, mm-hmm. imaginary character that you created. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know betterment better to the betterment of others but without causing any harm mm. um, and not for personal gain which is kind of the leading use of deceit you know people mm. typically use deceit to better to have a, a financial gain for themselves or some some reason right. for themselves um, revealing your deceit in this case in this movie that you were vikram not kamari seemed to be the most difficult part of the journey and how <clears throat> How would you imagined it versus how it turned out?
1: So, when I when we were from the start, I always imagined that the I always knew that we were going to unveil. Yeah, from the start, you know, when when I set out to do this, not when I first came up with Kumari, but when we set out to make the film, I always knew that I was going to unveil. And in the early stages of Kumari, before he was even a movie, the idea was that he was a fake guru and that everyone would know that. So. The knowing that it was always going to culminate in this unveiling, the can we just with this question we just start over the can you just repeat that last part?
0: What the question was? Yeah. Was how you imagined uh, your unveiling uh, versus how it turned out.
1: Right. So I always so I always knew that I was going to unveil, but um, I didn't know exactly. I knew philosophically why I was doing this. In a storyline too, I knew that this was a great way to end. But the emotional journey of it, I was—I I, think—I I didn't realize that what I was going to go through. So I sort of realized that the emotional journey at some point was going to have to be mine, um, or this sort of Kumare slash Vikram character, who's the protagonist that you're watching in the movie, that it would be the emotional journey of that person. So I didn't know what I was going to feel, but I kind of had this hunch that I would probably feel something. And, um, so I really just let every, I I really didn't want to talk to camera about my, what I was going through, mostly because I just felt like it would feel like a reality show, especially because I was in charge of where the camera was placed and everything. So I thought the best way to do that is to really just let, um, my, my team film a lot of stuff behind the scenes and, um, and really look for the, uh, the as much of the emotional journey as possible in the scenes with other people yeah. because they were happening you know they we were the joke in our movie was not um, the way Borat worked which is pushing scenes to the end and the joke is how far can he push it yeah. our joke was oh look at this guy who's stuck in in a character's you know and he's going deeper and deeper and Anyway, I didn't know how I'd feel about it, and I—we never knew how anyone would react to it either. Yeah. I just had, the, you know, if I could use the word faith, I just had faith it was going to turn out okay, and people would get it.
0: Yeah. And uh, what has become of Kumari both before and after the release of the film?
1: Um. Well, the, the film gets re- is released in uh, next year theatrically. Um, so we'll have a limited release or hope you know, we'll see if it gains popularity. It could be bigger. And um the
0: what is the what's the what has become of Kumari does the character exists anymore? Does the 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 teachings exist anymore? Well,
1: there's gonna be a lot of Kumari put out into the world as the movie's coming out and I I have a lot of other plans for Kumari that aren't just like film oriented. Sure. Um And I just—I think I'm just taking one thing at a time to see how the film is received when it goes into a wider audience beyond festivals and small screenings. So, um, according to that, I think Kumari can live on. Um, I—I would like to—I would like Kumari to become an idea and not just a character that I'm in uh, as time goes on. Um, Just as the idea of of this sort of um, imaginary. Being that people have created and what the essence of like religious belief is and all that stuff, but um, so I, I've I've also brought Kumari back in limited ways. i have gone to New York Fashion Week and um, experimented with that. I've I've been seeing how the social experiment can continue, and I think that'll be something that will continue um, in different forms. So yeah, hopefully everyone's in on the joke and they find something deeper in it when yeah. they're in on it. You know. Well,
0: and that's kind of what I was saying. What I liked about it was that the fact that. While you were doing it as a social experiment, you still had uh, a message in there that you know, people can find that their strength within themselves, and they don't need to look to these external gurus. And they, don't, they can do it all themselves. Yeah. And you, you know, without giving too much away, you, you kind of prove that through your, you know, the actions of the film, which I think is great. Um, uh, what has the reception been so far? You've been to festivals, as you said, in small screenings.
1: So, um, our first screening at South by Southwest in Austin. Um, I didn't know how it would turn out, but we did. We won the Audience Award in South by Southwest, so that gave me a feeling that it was received pretty well there. There, um, We've gone to about eight or nine other festivals. Um, we, As far as I see from our Q&As, they're always very long and people have a lot of things to say and sometimes we're often asked to leave the room um, by the moderator. So the response is, I, I think that the response vocally is always really positive. I know that there are people in the room who maybe aren't speaking their mind and want to get into more of a conversation um, from another angle. So I think the response has been overwhelmingly positive. I think that um, it's I think it stirs some debate amongst people, um, and I'm I'm interested in hearing that debate continue. And I and I think uh, it's funny. I think everybody interprets the movie in different ways, and. Sometimes somebody will tell me, "Oh, this is what I got it from." And I'm like, "Yeah, actually, that's yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to say." The movie was a little bit, the experience was a little bit bigger than me. I think that it it triggers a lot of ideas that people have, and people can read into in a lot of different ways. So it's been positive and interesting, and um, you know, I'm I'm excited to see how it affects the world. I think, at least for me, the journey of this is just like kind of beginning. Sure, we'll see.
0: Excellent. Well, that was my last question, so I really appreciate you taking the time to meet with me. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Vikram Gandhi and that you'll see his film Kumari. Until next time, this is Rick saying goodbye forever.